Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Sayer and Kelly Fox. Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations, 12 Steps to Freedom. We are excited for tonight, or today, we're doing it early today, um, for all of you East Coast listeners, and maybe it will help out our international listeners as well, I'm not sure, but we are talking Step 11, Passion, and our subject tonight is Self-Expression, so I want to introduce my hostess with the mostest, uh, Terry Sayer. <laughs> How are you doing today, Terry? I'm doing great. It's nice to be talking to you in the afternoon instead of the evening. I know. It's so unusual. (laughs) (laughs) But we do it every once in a while to support our East Coast coaches who come on and meet with us, um, but also our East Coast listeners. So we hope that um, those who are on the East Coast are taking advantage of the fact that we're on earlier today. And um, it's going to be fun to talk to you guys in the middle of the day instead of at night. So um, I want to bring on our guest coach today. Uh, She has been on the show with us before, and we just love to hear her point of view and how she um, looks at things and supports her clients with things. So please welcome Christine Flynn. How are you doing today, Christine? Oh, I'm doing great, Kelly. In fact, (laughs) yes, I love supporting people. And oh, do I hear Terry too? Yes, I am here as well. Oh, wonderful. Mm -hmm. Well, yes, I just left a a client and doing that. So I apologize. I'm just hopping right on and so happy to be here. Yes, (laughs) great to hear your voice. So we are talking tonight about passion, as I said, and our topic is self expression. But first, Christine, how about you start us off with your definition of passion and how you access that passion in your life and how you support your clients too as well. Oh, goodness, that's a loaded. Okay, Um, maybe break it down if I forget something at the end. But okay, so my definition of passion, and I think I would say it actually has only come to an understanding and reality for me in probably the last a little less than five years after I discovered fearless living because I passion to me is it's excitement in living and it's feeling like when I wake up in the morning and come to consciousness after sleep that I just want to jump out of bed and get on with my day and, um, I guess that's that's what passion is for me and just being excited about the steps I'm taking and what I'm doing both for myself in my life and my personal life as well as in my career and uh, work life as a coach and consultant. Yeah, I love that definition. And there was another piece to that. There was. It was how do you access passion in your life? What do you do to, you know, to um, 
ignite that passion um, when maybe it it um, dulled or whatever? And how do you support your clients to do that as well? Hmm. Okay, that's a, that's a great question, and this is definitely getting me to think. Um, I think that because for me, in when I was younger, and I worked in the corporate accounting and finance world for 30 years almost, I thought I was, I had a purpose. And yet when I think about it, I really didn't have a passion for what I was doing. I earned a living and I made a good salary. So the way that I access it now and the way that I actually found it was to discover more about me and who I was. And that was through the Fearless Living Institute you know, as I'm also a certified fearless living coach, as as you are. And I think all the skills and the tools and helping me do that personal discovery and growth through that is what I really have discovered, passion for myself. And I think if it ever wanes, I probably kind of check in with myself and, and look and see, you know, is there a need that I might be um, – either compromising or I'm not getting. Sometimes it might be self-care if I'm overtaxed and I might have to um, kind of bring myself back to center. And mm-hmm. and that invigorates me. And I think with my clients, some of a lot of what I've just said, I think in helping them discover either, especially uh, with women, I love working with women who have either kind of never discovered themselves or just feel lost in some way, like maybe at some point in their life they really were living with more excitement and verve and passion and kind of lost something along the way. So it's it's really rediscovering or discovering for the first time and introducing some of the different skills and tools um, to really live their best true self. I think the passion then mm-hmm. follows. Yeah, I love that. I love how you're how you said that it was getting to know yourself that ignited that passion and you were able to realize what you were passionate about. Mhm. Absolutely. I I always loved being a mother. I loved having a professional career and making a difference in the corporate world of accounting and finance. However, it didn't really feed my soul. Um, mm-hmm. I certainly didn't pop out of bed every morning thinking, wow, look what I get to go do today. And so, yes, that absolutely is um, was at the core of it. Yeah, that's awesome. Terry, what do you think about her definition? Yeah, I think, well, last week we got to uh, talk about this as well. And for me it's it's interesting when uh when we think about purpose and passion and how maybe they complement each other but they don't you don't always um you know, you don't always have clarity around them and i think as you mature you're able to kind of sift through your experiences and sift through uh the context that you've lived in at different periods of your life and find that common thread or discover that common thread as you learn about yourself. Because when I was in my, my career as a teacher, I certainly had passion for my, my job. 
um, my career, my profession. It was, I was extremely passionate about that. When I was no longer teaching and no longer had, actually I lost my passion for teaching as it changed and the, just the whole environment changed and it, it really sucked uh, my creativity out and my passion kind of went along with that. And then I had to rediscover that passion somewhere else because the passion wasn't really teaching or being in a school or working with kids. The passion was being able to learn and to share that learning with others in a way that affected their life in a positive way. That was the passion. I couldn't have ever articulated that when I first started teaching because I would have said, oh, my passion is teaching. My passion is working with kids. That was just the, that was the environment that I was in at that time in my life. As a younger person, my passion was babysitting. I loved to babysit. And I babysat all the time. I I never went a weekend without having babysitting jobs. And even during the week when I was going to school, I babysat. And again, I just have a passion for kids. But when I look back now, I can see again, my passion was being able to read to them, play with them, do creative things with them in order to serve them and to better um, prepare myself with skills and strategies to do that. So I think now at this stage of my life, I can say, well, the passion, the passion was for learning. The passion was for sharing what I knew and what I learned. And now I find myself in a new landscape and yet the passion remains the same. So once I could clearly define that passion for me, that thing that fueled my desire to do whatever I was doing and brought me inner peace and joy It's all those different things now I can look at and think, wow, that still was the core of my passion. It wasn't the place I was, who I was with, the perimeters of the career. It was that capacity to learn new things, to share those things with others, and to become more skillful at doing that. And so that's when I really kind of understood. And again, for me, like Christine, it was when I came to Fearless Living when I was able to really get to know who I was and work through all the strategies and um, understandings that come from Brenda Britton's work and was to understand my fear as well as what brought me, what was my passion and what the fire that, that was lit inside me, that I could even articulate that. I don't think I could have done that prior to that um, journey of introspection, that journey of transformation of understanding and clarity. And so mm-hmm. I I think when we work with our clients is trying to help them get to that that clarity, that sweet spot that that is clearly what my passion is. It's not even as being a mom, if I could say my passion was to be a mom or a grandmother, again it's for it's because I want to learn things in order to serve them better so my skills will improve and I can help them find their passion and and have clarity in their goals and that they can, you know, uh, find that, uh, that sweet spot for themselves. So I don't think I could have articulated that even three or four years ago, but because I can look back now and, and reflect upon what really drove me to want to be a teacher from the time I was five years old, because that's when Mm -hmm. I announced to my mother that I was going to be a teacher. And I never wavered from that. 
I mean, I went all the way through school, through college. The day I graduated, I had a job teaching. And um, was it the teaching that was the passion? Looking back and reflecting on it now, it was the learning. The learning, the taking that learning, applying that learning, helping others to learn and and become better at doing that. So that's um that's my definition of passion. <laughs> kind of long-winded, yeah. but that's it. That's, that's it. cool. Yeah, I think it's important. And I think it does it does deepen and um I don't know what the right word is, but deepen and and come into focus as we as we delve into it, as we live it, and as we um, experience it. And I thought it was interesting when you were talking about how you thought it was teaching, but really it was learning. And for me, my passion is coaching, but maybe it's more of, you know, helping people to um, know their worth and um, take up you know, take up the space that they, that they own in this world and have a voice and an opinion um, and really having them allow themselves to do that. And I don't know, I, as you were talking about how you thought it was teaching and you thought it was the kids and now you really know that it's, that it's learning. I wonder how, as I continue to do this process, how, it might focus on, um, a, you know, a more or a different aspect of what it is that I do. Yeah, it might. What do you think, Christine? Hmm. Yeah, actually, as you're, um, I appreciated all that Terry shared and listening to you. I'm, I'm realizing um, when I think of my younger self, and I, I you know, I think all, we all come from. We're, we're a product of our life experiences and upbringing Absolutely. and education and, and all of that. And I think when we're younger, I mean, we're, we're kind of searching and exploring. So as, as life passes and we add to our experiences, our wisdom grows. And, and when I think if when I was younger, passion that I might have felt that might have been around maybe activities or things or um, like, you know, particular genre of music or dance or a hobby and yet I don't know I think our fearless living work as I said is absolutely for me what helped bring so many elements together to be able to experience my passion and listening to what you shared Terry and Kelly the idea of I think maybe passion I think for me you know in the past more like it more in, of an activity based mm. something that brought passion where it's really more a sense of being and mm-hmm. uh, and that's why I say like for me passion I now can say I feel in my soul and who I truly am and it's all of my being rather than a maybe a little bit of an external something brings me passion mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah if that makes sense when you- if I <laughs> yeah when you both were talking and uh, Terry talked about how she knew from the time she was five that she announced to her, her mother that she was going to be a teacher. I started to think, what, what did I want to be when I was five? 
And mm-hmm. I would say probably an, a Broadway star. <laughs> <laughs> I would say um, that's absolutely true. <laughs> um, and I think that that was true for a long time until I realized that that wasn't going to happen. But I think that I've seen ways that I can still um, be on the stage as it would um, and uh, perform. And I think that that is similar to what I'm doing now where I'm helping people to be seen and I'm helping them develop their stage that they're going to, that they're going to stand upon and, and share their message from. And so I think that that, that is, um, that, you know, how it ties together. It's kind of funny because I hadn't thought of it that way before. Mm-hmm. So tonight we're talking, or today, I'm so used to saying tonight. Well, it's night where you are. but um, That's right. <laughs> the subject today is self-expression. And I think that we all have different ways of expressing, as Christine said, the our being. Um, and I think, or, you know, our passion that we have for um, topics or, or things like um, an artist might express themselves through their art or uh, someone who is um, a musician might express themselves through their music. Um, someone who's passionate about um, politics or uh, civil rights, or whatever it might be, might um, share their, you know, have their self-expression, you know, come out in um, public speaking, or in volunteering for organizations, or things like that. And I think that if you're not sure what your passion is, kind of look at what it is that you're doing and see, you know, I'm volunteer for this organization or I gravitate towards this. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. or maybe not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, I no, I love listening to Kelly and it's making me yeah, I'm having some different thoughts too. Um, well, you said tonight we're, we're talking about self-expression, so I'll let you take it. Where, where did you want to take me? <laughs> well, I'm just, you know, what are your your thoughts on that? How do you um, express your your passion? How do you do that from an authentic place um, for you? Um, I think Hmm. Not sure. Let me see if an answer will come out to that. I guess I'll share what I was thinking as you were speaking. Like, like you, Kelly, I did the same thing when, Terry, you mentioned that at five you wanted to be a teacher. And I love that, by the way. When, mm-hmm. I, when, I, was, when I was young, growing up, I, I got to travel on an airplane, I think, for the first time when I was seven or eight years old. And from that time on, all I ever wanted to do was become a flight attendant and travel the world. Mm-hmm. And my, I mean, I went to high school, I went to college and got a degree in accounting. And I remember 
that after I started working, I was very overwhelmed in my first couple years in the position. Although I did choose a company and I got to travel and I loved that part with my job, like literally almost every week with accounting. And I remember my mother, who in our fearless living terms, now I understand, was a dream drainer because she said, that's nothing but a glorified waitress in the sky. Mm -hmm. So I was dashed and yet, so, and I bring this up because I think it ties to passion and self-expression because while, and I think I would want to offer to anybody is if we can be mindful of, we have other people in our lives and sometimes they're going to support where our heart lies and what we get excited about. And that can be a passion. And like you were saying, Kelly, if you recognize, you know, if it's, it's in your art, is really look and see what is happening for you. And if that's what brings you joy, how can you expand on it and support yourself with people who will support you in your dreams and your desires? Um, because as we know, when some people are might be a little worried for you or concerned about certain things, they may care about you. And yet your dream might not be their dream or your passion might not be mm-hmm. their passion. So I think for me in, I feel like I'm meandering here. I'm not sure. Um, in self, in self, with self-expression, I, I think that through the work that I've done and in, as I said, in discovering who I am as a person, I feel like the passion is more in myself and it just, is with me no matter what it is I'm doing, even though mm-hmm. I'm, I love supporting um, the girls I, I teach at a school on a volunteer basis to help empower youth and young women. Um, love coaching with young women in that way and supporting them in, in discovering who they are and being able to reach their dreams in their life. Yeah. I guess it comes out I a lot of ways. Yeah, I love how you said that you wanted to travel and you were able to travel but in a different way. Um, and I mm-hmm. think that that I think that that's, you know, really powerful. Like I didn't become a Broadway actress, but I find I've found other ways to still feed that need in my life. Mm-hmm. So I think that, you know, maybe you don't attain that original dream like Terry wanted to be a teacher and she was a teacher for 40 years, right? You may not attain that, that actual dream that you have, but there's ways of still making it happen. And mm-hmm. I think that that is, that speaks to the fact that it is your passion and, yeah. you know, um, being of service, being able to travel and see the world those are things that you're passionate about. And so I think that that it's still, you know, and you might have other passions as well, like teaching the girls. And I think also from what you're saying in the sense of it's just a part of you, I think that another passion of yours could be um, loving yourself and doing that mm-hmm. work on a daily basis to support yourself in continually moving forward. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, um, I love the, the per- personal growth work and what do we say? Yeah, self-help junkie. I, I, I'm mm-hmm. in that realm, mm-hmm. I guess. And I think always have been. And that's why I'm, I'm so grateful for Fearless Loving because it's made everything make sense in the actual move happen. And um, I'm thinking, yeah, the idea of dreams. I mentioned dream and travel because I realized only very recently that I was really questioning what are dreams because dreams to me tie into passion and that at some point in my life, I kind of stopped dreaming. I, maybe I had too many fear junkies around me and I was a fear junkie to myself, really how we, you know, negative Mm -hmm. self-talk and things. So consequently just dreams, I think, you know, dreams might be indicators if, if we don't, if people don't feel they recognize where they're, passionate about something or what passion they do have I'm I'm kind of curious I'll have to think more about this but I'm wondering if dreams might be an indicator because I I realized only in the last few weeks that that was my dream as a child and I love to travel and yet I haven't done it as much as I want so I'm now mindful of hey while I have my health and my physical fitness and I want to travel and I still can. And so I can make that passion come to life and somehow I'm going to mm-hmm. figure out how I can travel more. Yeah. I think travel is also a passion of Terry, Terry and I, and, you know, Terry's been able to go to lots of places and um, I haven't gone to as many, but that desire is still there. And I think because that desire is there, you know, um, lots of opportunities have presented themselves in the last five years or so for me to travel more. Like I've been to New York City, I don't know, seven times or something. And I thought I'm never going to get there. And I, I've, you know, as a girl who grew up wanting to be a Broadway star, I've seen like eight Broadway shows on Broadway, you know. And so oh, awesome. It's, it's like I've been able to kind of make that that come true in a sense you know of being able to be there at least to be close to the stage to be a part of that um, that experience and then you know with fearless living we get to go for retreat we get to go to all these different cities each year mm-hmm. and so I've been able to go and experience these different cities and Terry and I have been um, making a habit of staying over in the city a couple days so we can really explore the city and, and, you know, feel what it has to offer and really get to know it. And that has really enriched my life as well. And so I think that there's, you know, maybe we're sitting around thinking, oh, I can't do this or I can't do that, or this is never going to happen for me. But if we can dream about it, if we can put those thoughts out into, you know, the universe or whatever you want to say, that um, that those things will more likely happen because um, our desire to do them will open up possibilities for us to be able to to do them. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so I wasn't looking at the clock, but we're kind of out of time. And so, Christine, I just wanted to um, to give you the opportunity to uh, kind of say what you think the most important thing for 
for our listeners to get out of the call today is? Mm. Well, I, I, I guess in the moment it's present for me to, if you're looking for your passion, maybe look at, if you're not sure, look at the things that you enjoy that excite you and, and it dreams and maybe it's in there and, and perhaps that could be cultivated. And, and sometimes I think it's also um, important to remember to reach out to other people because sometimes we can kind of get in our own head and, and spin. So looking for somebody to talk to, to explore some of that, if, you know, if you have a trusted friend. Coaches are always wonderful in that area to help help you discover some of the things you might not even see for yourself. But, yeah, don't ever forget to dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Terry? Yeah, I think that uh, I love that. And I, I think the whole idea of self-expression, that when you can get in tune with your feelings and you can uh, experience the – the joy that comes from living your passion, if you just really pay attention and you're attentive and aware of how you feel when you're doing different, uh, uh, whether it be at work or in your relationships and your family with your friends, just be aware of what brings you that inner peace or that joy that you were talking about, what ignites your passion. Pay attention and uh, understand it's a process and it's a process that will develop over time and the more clear you can get about what your passion is, then the more thoughtful you can plan, thoughtfully you can plan your journey because you know what that thing is that's fueling you, that's it's pushing you forward and keeping you out of your comfort zone, taking risks, and experiencing that uh, feeling of, of power that comes from taking risks and, and being expressing yourself, being your true self, as Rhonda says, living the life your soul intended, just be aware. Mm -hmm. And if you're, you know, just starting out to discover that passion, pay attention, be aware, be willing to, uh, to try different things, to, to embrace opportunities in order to find what is that thing that really fuels and fuels your energy and, and brings you that joy. Yeah. Yes, thank you, you guys. Thank you, Christine, for being on the call with us tonight. Thank you, listeners, for coming back each week and listening. And until next week, everybody, be fearless. Thank you, Christine. Thanks for having me. Good night, everybody.